from IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. Hey, hey, thank you, Ethan. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of The Art of Automation. And this is a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. And I know there are a few of you out there asking, what is automation? Well, automation, very simply put, uses technology to automate tasks that once required you and me, humans. And when I say technology, I'm talking about AI and AI-powered software bots as a new type of digital workforce that's going to eliminate the mundane work from our plates day to day and augment our skills to enable us to be superhuman workers. And ladies and gentlemen, for episode one, you're in for a real treat because today we have a real expert in automation, Rama Agaraju. And Rama is an IBM fellow, and that in itself is a big deal. But there's more. Rama was recently featured by Forbes on their top list of 20 leading women in AI research. Rama is a natural language processing expert, and she led the team that created the Watson Tone Analyzer. So it's all about people insight-oriented technologies. And with that, you could infer personalities, emotions, tones, attitudes, and intentions from things like social media using linguistics data and machine learning techniques. Not only this, but I'm actually quite proud to be Rama's colleague at IBM, where we're both among the co-creators of our AI-powered automation platform. And to that end, Rama is currently the fearless leader of our AI for IT operations project, also known as AIOps. And this is where we'll start. Welcome, Rama, to the inaugural episode of Art of Automation podcast. Wow, Jerry, what an honor, really incredible honor to be on your uh, podcast, first of all, and to be the, the first, uh, in as part of your first episode. So the honor is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. I'm really looking forward to this chat. So Rama, what exactly is AIOps? And tell us why you are so excited about it. Okay, AIOps, as you have introduced, Jerry, is uh, applying AI to optimize IT operations management. Now, let's ask ourselves, what is IT operations management? We all use IT in our day-to-day lives uh, and in companies. Think of airline reservations that we make and financial trading systems that we use, um, the things that we buy online, uh, checkout systems and uh, retail checkout systems. These are all powered by IT systems, just to name a few examples, right? And these are all built using software development processes and they're deployed on different environments and they're running and they're serving um, their customers. And these systems are expected to be up and running all the time. That's right. right? And, uh, you don't want to be disappointed when you try to go make an airline reservation, although these days we're not traveling all that much, but nope. uh, uh, when you do. So you expect them to be running. That means that, you know, first of all, they have to be designed to be very good and, and highly available. But as with anything, bad things do happen, incidents do happen, and these systems do go down. So operations management is all about really making sure that the systems are up and running and these incidents don't happen. And when mm-hmm. they do happen, that you are able to bring these IT systems up very quickly. And um, 
how can we really use AI to make that process of recovering from any incidents that happen, like IT systems being unavailable or network uh, response is slow or uh, a particular server is uh, is down, how do we uh, bring up the systems? These kinds of things is what IT operations management is about. The question mm-hmm. is now, it's being done, and yet we see every day in newspapers that uh, you know systems have, have gone down. Companies are incurring huge losses because yeah. of it, and customer dissatisfaction is mounting when systems go down. So the question is, what can we do to apply AI to automate some of these things of detecting these problems early and uh, predicting them before they occur and reduce these events and uh, alerts and all the things that come up, grouping them together in a way that you understand how many incidents are happening at the same time and how, what all these signals mean, and specifically identifying where the problem is very quickly and being able to leverage past historic information to take action quickly. Mm-hmm. And from all these, learn and make sure that these these problems don't come uh, again and again, recur. That That is the, yeah. the, the nirvana, right? So it's about applying AI to address this problem. Right. Good. So next question, I'd like to explore the connection between AI ops and automation. So it sounded like you were describing, Rama, something of a closed loop automation system where information was being discovered. Then we were applying analytics in a way to help drive decisions. Then those decisions were connected to real live actions. Some of those actions may might be removing some mundane work off the plates of humans. Other actions might be augmenting humans with superpowers to, to get insights to things that maybe they wouldn't have privy to before. So talk to us a bit about the connection between AI ops and automation. Sure. So let's look, first look at the, the detection of problems. The way even in advanced companies today, the problems are detected is experts who know when certain thresholds are reached in metrics for example i'm monitoring certain metrics and whenever it exceeds i know that there is a problem you know mm-hmm. disk usage is ex- has exceeded certain limits so memory usage is re- reaching certain limit so they go in and they put those as rules right and uh, and these rules some are easy enough to understand that but some are really based on a lot of experience that people have gained over time, they go in and put all these rules in to detect problems. Mm -hmm. And these rules, depending on how the applications are evolving and systems are changing, have to be constantly managed and updated and upgraded and such. And typically for a company, it takes about 18 months or so to create all these rules. Now come AI, where we can look at logs and metrics and those sort of data and automatically predict anomalies. So mm-hmm. you don't have to have people creating those rules. Mm-hmm. Right? You teach the system what is the normal behavior of the system by giving it some data during normal times when no major incidents are happening. And the system can then use that as a pattern to know what is normal. And when it, at any time when it sees the either the volume of logs or the pattern of logs or the metric uh, numbers, not confirming to that what is normal, they'll predict anomalies. So that's right. one automation, right? Where you, you don't have to have users writing rules, the system automatically predicts. Now let's look at the other example in resolving the problems. Okay. So in resolving the problems, typically today what happens is that you have prior 
incident content captured in ticketing systems where you make a record of everything right this major incident happened on such and such date it was caused by such and such thing and we did such and such repair action to fix the problem and later on we went and did the root cause analysis and found that it actually was a problem in the deployment change that was done and all of that gets written out so people go read those documents and say hmm this problem sounds similar to that other thing that occurred and therefore let me try that but that is that is basically knowledge dis, you know discovery problem right and you have all this knowledge data in and your knowledge repository and you got to be able to find and match again come ai to the rescue you apply ai there where you are, you are processing this natural language content and you quickly match the symptoms of mm. the current problem with all mm. the problems that are in your uh, prior database and prepare a succinct summary of action that you can take and present that okay. as a recommended next yeah. action to the IT operations folks and they can do that quickly without having to manually do it that's another example of ai right right right, right. so rama there are many subtypes or facets to ai as you've taught me which ones come into play with ai ops well when you say a facet specifically you know i i assume you're referring to what kinds of ai techniques right. can we yes. bring yes AI. yeah so there are in in the in ai ops we are looking at actually all possible I, I would say all possible dimensions and all possible kinds of AI. So there is machine learning, obviously, where we are applying um, date, training systems with data and uh, let the systems learn the, the patterns and make predictions accordingly. And in some cases, capturing uh, rules. And again, these rules are um, not necessarily heavy burden on users to create rules, but things that systems can detect by themselves. Mm -hmm. So for example, you know, one, one good example of a rule could be that every time in, a, in an alert, typically this is the place where a particular component's name is referenced. Therefore, let's use that uh, as a way to extract an entity by using some kind of an entity extraction module that's specified as a rule. So that's rule. So we, we apply machine learning, we apply rules. And, uh, you know, combinations, sometimes, you know, we, we have to bring both of them together to solve the problem. And a lot of natural language processing, you know, processing the, the text tokens and all of that. Yeah, so, Rama, natural language, that's one of your specialties. And you mentioned chat ops. You also talk about meeting users where they work and reaching out and talking their language, where they are, when they need help and information. Can you talk to us a little bit more about chat ops? Sure. So when we are doing these analytics, right? they're predicting logs, uh, predicting anomalies from logs or from anomalies from metrics and uh, uh, providing these recommendations, we need a place to deliver these insights and analytics to users someplace, right? When the IT operations folks, when we looked at it, where do they do their work? They're typically these days doing their work in collaboration environments like Slack or in Microsoft Teams and so on. So these are chat ops environments. So we deliver insights to people where they work in a way that you know they're collaborating with their colleagues they're asking them you know what is the this problem about and and trying to resolve that problem there right there ai ops comes in as a as a helper a bot that is listening to all of the stuff that's going on and is saying hey i think this problem is caused by such and such component you may want to take this action or that hey by the way there is this particular script that is already available that you can run automatically. Do you want me to go ahead and run it for you? Right. So making it easy for them to do their in the environment that they are doing. Yeah. So it's almost like having a digital worker as an extended member of your team. 
exactly exactly it is it's exactly it's a colleague to to it operations folks and it's it's there understands what they are talking listening and is is participating in the in the problem resolution along alongside humans all right rama this is the last question so this is the art of automation and um, it's about painting pictures so can you paint us a picture through an example with a high wow factor where ai ops can automate something extraordinary Okay, high wow, wow factor. Okay, let's see. <laughs> well, in AI apps, Jerry, prevention is better than cure. So let me start with this analogy. You know, let's say a terrorist attack was being planned and the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation here in the US, is secretly tracking it. Okay, they catch the planners and the to-be perpetrators, terror perpetrators, sufficiently in advance mm-hmm. uh, to thwart this incident from happening, but with enough solid evidence to try them in a court of law to prove the case. Okay. Okay. General citizen population comes to know of this in the newspaper the next day after the perpetrators have been caught and the issue has been prevented and were relieved that, you know, nothing bad has happened and that they can go about their daily lives as usual, right? And business as usual. So many lives are saved, major disruption to economy and businesses thwarted. You know, FBI team gets great credit for doing their job well. And that's what we expect of the FBI to help prevent, uh, to help prevent incidents from happening, right? So... Yeah, that would have a high wow factor. <laughs> no, it doesn't make for a super thrilling Hollywood movie, I would say. No, not bad. <laughs> Finding suspects, you know, uh, after the fact. But nevertheless, it is still a pretty interesting uh, you know, movie scenario where, you know, you, you're piecing together seemingly disconnected plots and threads in a, into a cohesive story and relate them all to this incident, major incident that was going to happen and prevent it from happening before it happens, right? Mm-hmm. So. Let's imagine AI ops, you know, the nirvana in AI ops is this self-healing, self-aware, self-managing systems where AI ops technologies is working like the FBI, prevents issues from happening in the first place. You know, you are notified about what all issues could have happened and mm-hmm. how much loss could have occurred, this customer dissatisfaction could have happened, but it's all taken care of for you. And it says, hey, all these things could have happened, but then I detected them early. I managed the situation. Here is how I address the problem. And here is the full evidence of what all has happened, mm-hmm. what could have happened and how it was prevented. Right. So part of achieving that vision is all about you know, monitoring these multiple signals from various disparate sources, connecting them into these cohesive incident stories, Tapping into the planning process, like in the case of terrorists, right? Tapping into the planning process, you know, not wait for bad code and bad processes to push poor quality artifacts into into production, but tap into it before, you know, Mm. look at the code vulnerabilities, look at test coverages, look at... um, the build and deployment artifact quality and at every step of the way put checks and gates to prevent these poor quality artifacts from moving forward so that way you can prevent bad things from happening you don't have to be mm-hmm. always in the reactive phase so that's the nirvana in ai ops that's yeah. what we are looking forward to yeah. building that's what we're working on wow so that is uh i would say that's a work of art so rama is this art of the possible possible today <laughs> Actually, it is it is very much possible, uh, Jerry. It's it takes hard work. It takes uh, putting a lot of AI in different places in the overall IT application system development lifecycle, and it takes hard work in terms of connecting to all the data sources and building the bridges to process the data and to institute these checks and gates in the human processes. So it is it's very much possible. As I said, it's hard work. 
it's doable in terms of AI technology. We're not talking science fiction. It is doable in the next few years and the technology is already there. The work that hard work is really all about building the system, right? To make it happen. And our Watson AI ops product is the place to start. Exactly. That's, we already have a product in the market with several of this AI uh, analytical pipelines we talked about, like Log Anomaly Pipeline, helping with next best action recommendation and such. And some of these preventing issues from happening are coming up. All right. Thank you, Rama. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just heard it from one of our industry's best, Rama Agaraju, one of Forbes uh, rated top 20 leading women in AI research. Thank you so much, Rama, for your insightful discussion. It's my honor and pleasure to be interviewed by you. Well, thank you one more time, Rama, and thank you, everyone. That's all for today. Episode one is officially now on The Wire. And folks, if you enjoyed this one, well, we have several more episodes teed up, so stay tuned. You've been listening to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. And by the way, I'm Jerry Cuomo, IBM Fellow, VP and CTO for IBM Automation. Thank you, everyone. Bye.